previously on the Sports Refuge Podcast. Ben would often spend a very long time making lumpia for holiday parties in the office, and they would be consumed quicker than it took to make them. From Delaware, almost live, this is the Sports Refuge Podcast. This is the weekly podcast featuring interviews with guests discussing their connection to sports. And now, here's your host, Earl Holland. Welcome to episode 49 of the Sports Refuge, the show where guests discuss their connection with sports. I'm your host, Earl Holland. Christmas time is here, and with the season comes a multitude of holiday movies and specials to help you get into the festive mood. So, in this annual holiday crossover special with the Movies and a Meal podcast, I'll join hosts Ben Penserga, Brad Wilkins, and Keith Demko as we count down our top 10 Christmas movies and specials of all time. What will be our favorite all-time film? Will we finally come to a conclusion as to whether Die Hard can be considered a Christmas movie? Well, you'll have to listen to find out. And now, our Christmas movie crossover. Hey guys, welcome to a very special episode of Movies in a Meal. I'm Ben. This is Keith. It's Brad. Ho, ho, ho. And then on the phone. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Earl, I want to talk about, have a list about... Um, our favorite Christmas movie, so we all kind of made 10 together. Yeah, in honor of the uh, the time of the season. Yeah. So. Um, we just, there are no really rules to this. Um, TV specials are included, uh, movies included, everything like that. Um, there's 10, so we're just going to jump into it. Um, Earl, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll start off. Are we going one around from, from 10 to 1, or are we just... Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. Um, we'll do one round each one. So ten, go go number ten first. Ten to one. I will start, and I'll start with the Christmas special for number ten. The California Raisins Christmas special. Oh, nice. I know it's a brief half hour one, and it was really kitschy, and it's perfect for the 1980s when the California Raisins were back in the vogue, when they weren't doing commercials for raisins or for telling you how to read. That Christmas special was great. That was when. As we hark back to one of uh, our previous ones we did on Christmas songs, where they had the California Raisins basically do Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer as done by The Temptations, and that was a good one. And it was a pretty cool mix, and you had some claymation dinosaurs in it as well, which is, <laughs> okay. you know, odd stuff, but hey, it's the holidays and it's the 1980s. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. See, and that's why we have you on here, because, like, I don't, no one else would have mentioned that one, no. so. <laughs> no. So. Um, All right, who's up, Ben, or me yeah. next, or? All right, um, my number 10 is actually another Christmas special. It's uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, um, the animated version. The original. Um, the original, yeah, yeah the 66 version. And um, I, I like it because it's, it, um, it's got a lot of heart in it, and um, it's, it takes um, basically a character who hates just about everything, and it turns him into, at the end, with, with a little stretch, it turns him into a character that cares about the spirit of Christmas. So, and it's, it's always, I always like that movie, and it's, um, it's, it's true for times like this. I mean, you, you can, they have a lot of Grinches around, but around Christmas time, they tend to be a little um, more. Um, joyful, I guess you could say. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's my number ten. Tyler Grinch stole Christmas, the animated version, okay. sixty-six. So that's very solid. Yep. Um, anybody else? Anybody else want to chime in on that one? Nope. <laughs> All right, Keith, you want to go? Yeah. All right. Well, mine are mine are more movies set during Christmas. First one is Diner. Diner is one of my favorite movies of all time, and it takes place in you know last week of friends getting back together in the nineteen. I want to say it's probably in the 50s, 50s, 59 maybe. 
and uh, you know, set in Baltimore, guys getting back together because uh, one of them is getting married. And it's got um, Paul Reiser, you know, uh, Steve Newtonberg, Daniel Stern, Mickey Rourke, Kevin Bacon, Timothy Daly, Ellen Barkin. Just a crazy staff, and um, yeah, it's really Christmas because it's kind of about you make family with who you've got. Mm -hmm. you, know, you have your family, but it's also you have your friends, and yeah. it's about life. And it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, yeah that's another one. <clears throat> I remember that. I, I forgot it was Christmas. I mean, the the one scene I remember is when um, you when you're talking about what's the name he makes his fiance take that Colts quiz yeah, to make that's sure a great that she's. Is it uh, Gutenberg who's getting married? I think it is. It's been a long it's time. A, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, I love that movie. I haven't seen it in a few years. But <laughs> All right. All right. Let's um, let's keep going. Uh, my number 10 is Gremlins from 1984. Um, I don't really have a lot of traditional Christmas movies, so mine's going to be real out the box, kind of like Keith, um, just movies that are set around Christmas. Um, Gremlins is, you know... The sequel's not very good, but um, everybody remembers Gizmo and the Gremlins, and... It's actually, as a kid then, I, I never watched the movie. I just know Gizmo, right? He's so he's so cute. Uh, when you watch the movie, it's pretty horrific. I mean, it's it's not a, it's not a, it's not necessarily a kids movie actually. Yeah. No, it, it, it's it's more of a schlock scary too. Yeah, it's it's very funny. Yeah. Um, but I won't say more because it's on my list too uh, coming up. You know. <laughs> Earl, you ever seen you ever seen uh, Gizmo or um, Gremlins? Yeah, one and two, and actually Gremlins. The first Gremlins is on my list as well. Actually, really? my number nine movie. Yeah, and I know we were going to have this discussion about whether the Die Hard is a Christmas movie. The same oh, thing yeah. could be said about Gremlins because that happens during Christmas time, and and it really happens. And like I said, the two the two cutest things in there are Gizmo and Phoebe Cates. That's right. Shout out to Phoebe Cates. Shout out yeah. to Phoebe Cates. Y'all, uh, y'all, in your non-Christmas. Nah, I'll refrain. I'll refrain. So. We'll just so. save it for the Die Hard conversation because it's coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, All right, Earl, I think you're up with your number nine. So what you got, bud? A Christmas story. I like a Christmas story. I think the thing about that is it really started wearing down with the marathon because yeah. <laughs> while it's great to have it on, it can go overboard. And... There's always so many times you can see the Chinese restaurant scene and hearing you're going to shoot your eye out. Yeah. And uh, hey, I do. I really like the movie. It's just over time, it's just sort of when it's too accessible. That's why you only watch it once. Yeah. You, you, you watch it once around when you're opening opening presents or having dinner or something. That's 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 what I tend to do because you can't go overboard. I love. I love a Christmas story. It's going to be on my list as well, but um, and it's uh, that's why I watch it once, maybe twice, just just to just to throw some lines out there and to aggravate my sister who hates the movie. So, so. the only movie I can watch multiple times uh, in a row is Clue because of the three different endings. But knowing with the Christmas story, you know what you're going to get. One time's good enough for me. Maybe once a day. Yeah, I mean, it's good and bad. It's a classic, but. It's it's kind of seeped its way into culture, even maybe yeah. What you're talking about, to maybe the point of saturation. Oh, so. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> All right, Brad Wilkins. All what right, you got? Uh, my number nine is um, actually the Santa Claus. Um, it's a um, uh, movie starring Tim Allen, um, and uh, it's it's a pretty good movie. It's um, even even though it's it f focuses more on the I guess you could say the the Santa Claus part of it. There's a lot of um, I'm gonna have a lot of movies that have a lot of heart and a lot of um, uh, bonding with family because it's it's that's that's one of my main things for 
for Chris uh, for the uh, Christmas spirit, and um, it, it has that. Plus, it has a good has has a good bit of comedy in it. So, and some of it, some of the hits and some of the misses, but I I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's um, it's uh, number number nine for me. So, probably good, very funny movie. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a modern classic. I think a lot of people maybe. Right, maybe your age, you and Earl, maybe a little bit younger. Yeah. Um, they they grew up on that movie, so yeah. I, I don't have any fault with that. All right. Well, my number nine is Black Nativity. Um, this movie is fantastic. Came out in 2013 with Cassie Lemons, and it really is a great Christmas story. Based on a Langston Hughes play, I think. It's about a kid who's grown up in Baltimore, and he's kind of estranged from his relatives, and he goes to visit them in New York, and it's about coming home, getting to know who you are, and like getting back together with who your family really is. And uh, it's got a fantastic cast. It's probably a musical. It's got Angela Bassett, Jennifer Hudson, Forrest Whitaker, and Tyrese. And introducing uh, Jacob Lattimore, who's been in several things now. He's the troubled troubled kid. But, uh, you know, this movie only gets a four and a half on IMDb, but I just love it. It's um, it's a very it's a very Christian movie, but it's a great Christmas movie. And um, I re- it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I, don't, I haven't seen it. Um, Earl, have you seen it before? What? Uh, I can't say I have. It only it, it only played for a little while, but I recommend it. It's it's ha- it's half musical, half um half straightforward movie, but it's really really good. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, my number nine is from my boy Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jingle All the Way, <laughs> featuring Sinbad. Uh, yeah. Um, Brad, I don't know if you've seen this, but you, it might hit home for you because I know you're you really are into Black Friday and yeah. all that stuff. And um, surprisingly, I have not seen this movie. No, it's um, it's it's on my uh, probably on my to watch list now because um, I didn't think about it until like uh, we'd had this discussion about it, and I was like, it is a movie about basically about Black Friday ish. Yeah. Right? you're trying to yeah. find that perfect gift. Turbo Man. Yeah, and you're, oh, you're the Turbo, Turbo Man. Yeah, and and you just it's just um, hijinks ensue, and um, as always. And, those type of movies and um it's ben i'm gonna let you describe the rest of it I yeah no it, time, it, but, it's, but it's, it's pretty funny yeah. and um you know this is when schwarzenegger was kind of transitioning a little bit trying to branch out from just being the action star terminator guy yeah. so earl i know you've seen uh jingle all the way um what do you think i I have not seen it. Wow. Really? Wow. I've seen more Christmas with the crank on it than I've seen Jingle All the Way. Wow, wow. I'm surprised. I've seen it. It's a very funny movie. Ben, ben, Ben's distraught. He doesn't understand what's going on. So. I mean, Sinbad, man. Sinbad. Oh, oh yeah, Sinbad. You know, I think people sleep on how versatile of an actor Arnold Schwarzenegger can be. He's not yeah. going to be an Oscar winning actor, but he can do comedy. Yeah. He can do sci-fi. He can do thriller. I mean... Yeah. He, he can show. He's shown that he's very versatile, and I think that just by looking at it, it shows that he uh, he can really handle a movie like that. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess we're at number eight. My eight, as uh, referring back to Gremlins, which we were talking about earlier, that's a, like I said, holiday movie, and you know, aside from the zaniness, and I know you mentioned part two, which it seems like when Joe Dante made number two, it was just sort of a a just satire of parodies and everything. I mean, while everybody thinks that Key and Peele skit where they just brainstorm yeah. <laughs> all the things that should be in the movie, I, I think really the first one is a classic. It is, yeah. And I don't know if it would be considered more black comedy than horror, but 
I don't know. I mean, when you hear about someone getting stuck in a chimney, yeah. uh, trying to defend the Santa Claus, <laughs> I don't know where that, where that would fit at. Oh, yeah. I love Gremlins. I'll be on my list too, coming up. Yeah. Uh, Spielberg, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I hit a hand of that, so. Yeah. All right. Um, my my uh, my number eight is actually um, a, a rather recent one. Actually, it's been out in a couple years. Um, it's called The Night Before. Um, it's uh, got. Um, oh, that's a classic. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, Anthony Mackie, um, Seth Rogen. Uh, Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Yeah, it, it, it's it's hilarious. Wow, Cyrus. Yeah. Um, this is the only time I remember Brad laughing so hard. They might have had to stop the movie. They did so not hard. stop laughing, but there's just some scenes where it just strikes me as just hilarious, and and and, and it features, like I said, I mentioned um, in the pre- previous uh, entry, my previous entry, it's got it's got the secret meaning of family, and and even though it's not a blood family, it's um, they just come together to to celebrate one last go around, and it's so hilarious and just. Hijinks of Sue is uh, is the the main word from this movie, and it's just just gloriously funny. So yeah, Lizzie, um, Lizzie Kaplan's in it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Miley Cyrus even shows up. Yeah. Minnie Kalin. It's yeah. just a crazy funny movie. Yeah, yeah. so it's good. I remember that's like the first one. I, I won't say I was embarrassed, but definitely because we were like the only people in the theater, basically. And Brad is just like I've never seen. I don't know what the scene yeah, was. Brad, there was one yeah. where you just said, "Oh, you know what? It was it was, um, it was a in the scene. church oh, when yeah, Seth Rogen was, was in the church." He's so hungover. <laughs> yeah, that that that, that was funny. Day, the moment in the church was a great part, especially him freaking out. Yeah. Seth Rogen yeah, freaking yeah. out. Yeah, he, he was church. on shrooms or something. Yeah, yeah, I think he was on shrooms at the moment. But yeah, the, but, yeah but that <laughs> that movie was just hilarious. So that's uh that's uh that's probably my. Probably my uh, my most recent movie on the list. So, I, so. I totally forgot that one. That's yeah, a great yeah. choice. So, uh, so that's that's my number um, eight. So. Right. Well, I told Brad it wouldn't be on the list, but my number eight is Bad Santa because <laughs> I just love this movie. You know, it is. It starts out pretty dark, of course. Billy Bob is, um, you know, and his, with his partner Tony Cox, classic. They play uh, mall Santas and his elf who rob malls. But it, um, you know, it, it slowly gets sweeter as he. It sort of adopts this uh, really heavy, heavy kid, and uh, Lauren Graham's in there, the late great Bernie Mac, and it slowly comes around to being a very sweet uh, Christmas movie, only in, like the last like 15 minutes, because it's very dark and very funny throughout. It's my my kind of Christmas movie. Yeah, I I, I agree. It's a, it's a very it's a dark comedy, and uh, that dark humor is, is prevalent throughout. I mean, it's it's um, I'm not gonna talk much about it because you you'll hear it from me higher on my list, but it's it's a real good movie. So. Isn't that John Ritter's one of John Ritter's last roles in there as well? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, for- I forgot that. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. very, very funny in that. Yeah. You know? Like I told these guys on the car ride up, I've never seen it actually, so. Well, you, I think Ooh. you I think you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd like it, man. Earl, you haven't seen the sequel, have you? They made a bad sense of two a couple years ago, but I never saw it. Mm. I heard about it and I saw XS where the kid's older, but I don't remember much about it. Yeah, it didn't get very good reviews, so I didn't see it. No, me either. So, because I thought about it and I saw the reviews, I was like, and eh, no. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Um, who are we? Where are we? I believe it's uh, you, I think. Okay. Number, yeah. number eight for me is. Um, Another Christmas movie, kind of low-key, is uh, Trading Places with Eddie Murphy, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, I don't know. It's just a great movie. Um, 
coming, you know, the, one of my favorite scenes in Coming to America is when um, those two guys are, um, you know, they're down and out, and, uh, Ed, you know, Eddie Murphy's character gives them the money. He's like, Mortimer, we're back, you know. I just, it's a, it's a, it's a great movie. Um, my favorite scene maybe is Eddie Murphy when he's uh, Agent Orange, you know what I'm talking about, where he's like, Oh yeah, he's he's trying to panhandle and he's faking like he has no legs, <laughs> and then the cops just pull him up and it's just like oh so yeah of all the Eddie Murphy movies that one, that one's like top five that's, that's classic that's a seriously funny movie that's a yeah. great movie oh, yeah. yeah and Ackroyd's good I mean you know it's it's a pretty funny premise um, Jamie Lee uh, Curtis yeah yeah so that's it um, so awesome. I guess we're number seven yep. and back to you Earl uh, you know this one and I'll, I'll put up a modern movie on here and it's new I feel the same way. Um, I watched this movie last year with my nieces and nephews, um, and it's a good story. Yeah, Kurt Russell's in there. Basically, these two kids, the one, uh, the one kid, yeah, they lost their, they lost their dad, and the girl still believes in Santa, and the older, older boy doesn't. And part of it is trying to, you know, help him recapture his Christmas spirit. Um, it's on Netflix. Um, it's a Netflix movie. I'm gonna have to yeah. watch that. I've yeah. not, I've not heard yeah. of that. Kurt, Kurt yeah. Russell is, um, he's not, I, you know, he's a. Uh, He's not like a ho 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 kind of Santa. He's a very like jaded. I mean, you know, he's not quite Snake Plissken, but um, yeah. you know, he's he's in that realm. But uh, yeah, that's a good that's a good pick. That almost made my list. <laughs> um, I think he's more like uh, his character in Overboard. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, um, all right. My number seven is actually uh, Scrooge, um, the uh, Bill, the Bill the Bill Murray comedy, which is. Um, it's a little, it's a little out of place on my list, um, but it's, it's, it's takes a classic tale of a Christmas Carol, adds a little modern twist to it, and Bill Murray just makes the movie hilarious. So I mean, it's, um, it's, um, like I said, not quite the family-oriented thing, but it, it gives the man redemption, um, and that's, um, that's you, you see that in some Christmas movies, and um, and this one I think it was pretty good, and just Bill Murray. I mean, yeah. there's not much you can say about that. So, uh, so yeah, that's. That's my number seven, uh, Scrooge. So, well, that'll come later on my list, so I won't say anything about that. I, I got you. We'll uh, move along. You know, people think this was a Halloween movie, but it really isn't. Um, I'll take Nightmare Before Christmas at number seven. Yeah. I I just love this movie. I've kind of yeah. soured on Tim Burton in the last like five years, but he used to be a master. And this one is uh, perfectly uh, stop stop animation stop gap animation, whatever you call it. Yeah. By Henry stop Selleck. motion. Stop, stop motion. motion. There you go. Yeah. By Henry Selleck, and it really is in style a send up of really old Christmas specials. Yeah. 
But at the heart, it's about a kind-hearted ghoul yeah. who wants to learn the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. And, you know, they show it more around Halloween, but it really is a Christmas movie. Yeah, and, and, and I love it. It almost made my list. And my cousin, he loves this movie, Up yeah. and Down. So, um, so I'm glad to see one, one of y'all mentioned it. So, but uh, just, just missed my list. So. But... All right, um, you're up, then. It's me. Seven. Yep. Seven actually um, is uh, the night before. Um, so again, I, I just enjoy that movie. It's a modern one. Um, it's just funny. It's just it's yeah. funny, and um, yeah, I'm surprised. It's I'm a little disappointed. People aren't recognizing it as uh, kind of a Christmas classic, and maybe it will be. As it lives on and road, cable yeah. And, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So. I just forgot about it, but it is already a classic. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. I mean, it's got Anthony Mackie, Seth Rogen, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I mean, those guys are big names. Yeah. Great Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah. You know? So, and I mean, Michael Shannon too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. And um, one of the one of one, one I can't remember her name. One of the girls from Broad City. Oh yeah. Um, I can't remember which one, but. She's really funny when she's she's sort of the uh, the marijuana spirit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Oh, and um, what's her name too? Um, what's her name? Jillian Bell. Bell. Yeah, what's her, yeah. Uh, what's her name? She's the she's Seth Rogen's fiance. Or, yes. Uh, the, funny uh, people throughout that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. All right. Number Holland. Number six. Earl, what you got? Number six. Ernest saves Christmas. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everybody rapids on Jim Varney and the Ernest movies for them being dumb, but you could really flip flop Ernest with Medea and you're getting the same movie. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it might be a little more exaggerated, but I feel like when it comes to the hierarchy of the Ernest movies, that's probably behind Ernest Goes to Camp or yeah. Ernest uh, Goes to Jail, and everything else is sort of at the bottom. So I think that's in my top tier of Ernest movies, and it's going to have to be number six. And it's always funny. Imagine if Jim Varney didn't die so early, and yeah. what you know, we probably would have gotten more Ernest movies. But um, who knows? I think you know the the, the 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 unfortunate thing is he's going to be saddled with that role, and he's a classically trained actor yeah. uh, who could do Shakespeare on a whim and all that other stuff. And you know, at least this is a fitting, I guess, movie to his legacy. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. I don't actually, you know, Earl. I don't think any of us hate on Ernest. No, we, we, no, love, no. we love Jim Varney here. Yeah. Yeah. Ernest Goes to Camp was one of the very first movies I ever watched in yeah. a movie theater. Yeah. I still, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a classic comedian. No, and, and, and most of his movies, movies have a good comedy root to them, but they also have like um, physical comedy, too. I mean, the man could do some uh, facial expressions, and I'm just like, holy cow. So, but, so. All right. All right. Uh, my number six, as I already been mentioned, it's uh, Bad Santa. Okay. Um and it's um, like Keith mentioned. It's a very, it's a very dark comedy. Um, it's uh, very vulgar, very offensive, and very <laughs> hilarious all at the same time. So, um, like I said, the message in the end it definitely helps. Where um, the man, the man finds his own um, family and finds his own Christmas spirit. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, important. Um, so that's um, all in all, it's just a movie that just made me laugh pretty hard. Maybe not as hard as the night before, but it's still a great movie. So. Uh, so that's that's my number six. So, all right. Well, my number six is also on the list. Everybody loves Gremlins, and I adore it too. You know, it's it is much more I think um, a, a, a comedy than it is a horror movie, but it's also very disgusting at times. And I like it because it's really a send up. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And you know, it'll probably appear on other people's lists. I don't dislike It's a Wonderful Life, but it is ripe for send up. Yeah. And they do it. They do it really well. It's just a perfect time. I'm actually surprised yeah. that you know. I thought yeah. I would get some more guff from um, Brad or somebody about how, but 
Um, now it's not a Christmas movie, but it's on all of our lists. It totally yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's just um, like I said, I'll, I'll I'll save my spiel for for um, Christmas movies. Um, yeah. So um, so Ben told me to save it, so I'm gonna save it. So but uh, but it's a good movie. I have seen it. So like I said, if I considered it a Christmas movie, it would probably be on my list. But all right. Um, all right. Well, for number six for me. It's kind of a reinterpretation of a classic, but um, it is uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, you know, uh, what can I say? Muppets, the Christmas Carol is already a very traditional story. Yeah. Everybody knows it. Uh, and then you then you put in the Muppets, which, um, you know, I, how can you go wrong? Yeah. And uh, it's, just, it's just solid. I think I, there's another one, too, I think as a kid. I think I had maybe, like, the storybook or something like that. Um, to look through um, when I was younger, so uh, yeah, that, it's still you know it's a there's a sentimental part to it, but yeah. um, a, Christmas, a Christmas Carol is one of those classic movies where it's just uh, many different uh, versions stories have been told. I mean, like I said, I, I mentioned Scrooge. It's also it's yeah. uh, it's also a Christmas Carol. I don't want to say knockoff, but a Christmas Carol um, nod, I guess, towards yeah. it. So um, so, but it, that was a good movie. If I actually saw it, I probably would have it on my top ten list. Yeah. Um, I just have not seen it yet. I, it's one that I really want to see. Yeah. So. It's good. Yeah. I mean, the Muppets, you know, um, the Muppets kind of had a resurgence. It's unfortunately it's come and gone, but um, yeah. it, it still warrants. Um, well, they some still they still got some commercials going That's true. on. That's so true. I mean, so they're still around. Yeah, they're yeah. chilling for the portal now. Yeah. You know? So, but um, it's a shame the TV show didn't didn't take. But, yeah, the TV uh, show didn't know what it wanted to be. Yeah, it wasn't true. for kids and it wasn't for adults. I liked it, but yeah. it was a hot mess. Yeah. yeah. Um, the second half of the of that series was of, of that ABC series was really good. I, I see they seemed a little lost in the in the first half, and when they did all the retooling, it really found, finally found its stride. By that time, it was getting canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Earl. We're uh, we're number five. Number five. We're halfway through almost. Yeah. <laughs> as, as we hit the five, I was gonna say if if Christmas Carol was a, a song, would that be would it, would it be yesterday with everybody different interpretations of it? Kind of, I guess, yeah, yeah. To me, Lots mine more. is Disney's Christmas Carol with, uh, <laughs> with uh, the lead Holly Young as, as Uncle Scrooge. That's really before Ducktales. That's where I got my first exposure oh, yeah. to the Uncle the Scrooge character. Right? Yeah. And yeah. you know, now David Tennant is doing a very good Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. When I think yeah. of the the, the original Scrooge McDuck, it's Alan Young, which you know a lot of people forget he was Wilbur from Mister Ed. Yeah. <laughs> And Uncle Dave and Beverly Hills Top Three, because everybody hates that movie. But still, <laughs> that movie was very memorable with just all the different characters. And, and you know, I feel like to me that that's one of those movies that sticks out in my memory. And, and it's funny when we talk about variations of A Christmas Carol, and you talk about Scrooge, Brad, and you just talk about Mother Christmas Carol. It, you know, everybody has their own version that sticks with them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, my number five is actually I just did see this yesterday, so it's uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Um, it's it's kind of a crime that I had not seen it yet, um, but I did watch it last night, and it's um, even even though it was on cable TV, so some of the speech that uh, Mr. Clark Griswold had played by uh, a very funny Chevy Chase in this movie was uh, kind of censored. It still was it still made the meaning, and it still made me laugh, especially the final third of that movie is just one just laugh fest. So um, so I I. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, the message is kind of lost a little bit, but yet it's not. So, um, but it's just all in all, it's a movie that I thoroughly enjoy. So, uh, so that's that's my number five. So. For, for laughs, straight up, Christmas movie being funny. Yeah. You can't do much better than that. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. 
right, well, my number five, and I'm a little surprised I'm first claim this, is Elf. I love Elf, and yeah. this is one of the pretty much the only Christmas movie I watch every year. Because you know, I love I love Will Ferrell, and it's it has all the Will Ferrell antics writ large. Yeah. You know, he thinks I mean, he's a grown man who thinks he's still an elf. I mean, you know, it's obviously the humor's there, but it it also has a lot of heart as he meets the jaded um, um, shop employee Zoe Deschanel. Oh yeah. And by the end, it's just <clears throat> a crazy action crazy action sequence, and has a lot of heart throughout. But it's 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 one of the top shelf um, Will Ferrell movies. I just like that part where they're like Santa's like when you're in New York. You would go to this pizza place. It's called Famous Rays. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not the famous original Rays on 10th Street, but yeah. the blah blah blah. You know, he gives him this whole spiel. I don't know. I don't know why I find that funny. Right. Well, but the whole, uh, the whole movie is pretty classic Christmas. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's oh, me again. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna go quick on this. I felt like it, maybe out of obligation, and now uh, I don't know. But it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. I mean, well, nothing wrong with that at all. No, you know, it's, it's fine. It's one of the OG yeah. Christmas stories. Um, I don't know what else to fact, say. I just, I just did see this a couple weeks ago, and it's actually yeah. shot up my Christmas yeah. list. Yeah. So, so it's it's a good movie. So I was telling Brad, um, I don't know if you ever saw that episode, Earl, but um, they're Homer's in Hollywood. And uh, Hans Moleman was like, we need to burn this. And uh, it was like a reel of, um, it was like an unreleased reel, reel of It's a Wonderful Life. It just said, killing spree ending. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, that's, uh, maybe, that, maybe that's why, maybe just for that joke alone, yeah. I think maybe yeah. it's yeah. not. So, that's why for me. <laughs> All right, number four, Earl, what you got? Number four, people are going to wonder why it's ranked low, but Die Hard is number four. I am of the belief, we talked about with Gremlins, it is a Christmas movie. Yeah, it takes place during Christmas. It's as much as a Christmas movie as Love and Basketball is a sports movie. And I feel like, I feel like that movie, I honestly never saw all of Die Hard until my mid-twenties, sitting around on Christmas Eve, watching the movie. And, you know, a lot of memorable characters, Bobby Bedelia, Bruce Willis, of course. Um, of course, the late Alan Rickman. Um, Reggie, your boy, yeah, Reginald Bell Johnson. Yeah. 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 Which, uh, again, Cleveland Show did a very uh, big uh, spoof of uh, Die Hard yeah. with Cleveland Jr. playing as uh, Al and Huey Lewis, uh, you know, leaning into the joke about the guy looking like Oh, yeah, Huey he does Lewis look like him. <laughs> I, I think it's a definitely a good movie and for that time period especially it has aged well I don't think it can get any better yeah. than it has you know and I think unfortunately depending on everybody's appearances the subsequent movies after three were pretty much uh, yeah. the death note to that theory yeah. Yeah. they're like the Terminator it's basically after three yeah. Uh, no redeemable value whatsoever. Yeah, this is um, not to be a spoiler, but this is my number one, so I won't spend a lot of time talking <laughs> on it. But um, Clarence Gillard, Kill- Clarence Giller Jr. from uh, Walker's Texas Rangers in this movie. Oh, and, uh, yeah, that's right. Sundown from Top Gun. Um, so, but uh, I will I will save my time for number one, and then I'll go to battle with Brad about how this is a Christmas movie. All right, so. so I'm not I'm not I'm not ranting yet. Nope, so nope. okay. All right. Um, my number four is um, actually another Christmas special. Um, it's a Charlie Brown Christmas, actually. So, and um, I, I just uh, once again, it's I, I, I kind of went on a Christmas watching spree for some reason. I just did see it for the first time fully this year. So, and um, it's um, 
it's 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 it has enough for children it has enough for adults um the the music is great in this i mean it's got like two or three songs that you could just probably turn on the radio and just listen to through and through and um but i love the message in the end especially the uh when they decorate the tree that's uh that's a very memorable scene and i love Linus's speech about the the true meaning of Christmas. Um, I won't get into it, uh, but it's it's very very touching, very well done, and um, I just love that. But that special is a good one. So that's um, that's my number four. Oh, so. I'm totally with you. But did you say you hadn't seen it till this year? Yeah, I haven't seen what? it full, fully till this year. I have not. No, I've seen bits I mean, and pieces. I thought every kid watched this. Yeah, brand. this is, I didn't know, the, this is spoiler alert. I mean, this is this is yeah. my number three. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, so. I no, mean, uh, me, me, me was me for when I was growing up. It was more Rudolph and um, oh, wow. like six Frosty episodes, Frosty shows yeah. and stuff. So, but uh, but yeah, um, and and Rudolph, Rudolph's not a bad show. It's it, it barely made the uh, barely missed the cut for me. But uh, this one, uh, it's got a lot better message to it. So um, so I, I, I that's why I enjoyed it. So yeah, that's uh, that's my number four. So wow. like, once again, another another crime that I I hadn't seen that yet. So um, there's another one, <laughs> another one a little further up the list that I hadn't seen till. This year that everybody would probably throw rocks at me because I haven't seen it yet. So, um, but well, we'll try not to. Yeah. <laughs> so. Is that the Sally Brown Christmas special where Sally yells, "Hark, Harold Angel!" and then she ends up catching up with a guy named Harold Angel because she said his name? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's so many little things like yeah. that that yeah. make it perfect. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. I mean, and uh, and honestly, it has one of my favorite Christmas albums. I mean, that, oh, yeah. that Vince Guaraldi, yeah, and the trio, Charlie yeah, Brown, yeah, yeah. Um, Christmas album. That's one of my favorite Christmas albums of all yeah. time. Actually, no. I could always listen to that yeah, one. Yeah, like I said, great music too. Yeah. It, so, yeah. all right. So, well, my number four is already in the list, but I love Scrooge. I love the Christmas story detail in general, but his Scrooge is just perfect. Yeah, and you know the fact that he's a network TV anchor or yeah. is, uh, is is fascinating, and you know. The, the ghosts in this are all great. Yeah. But Carol King, particularly, as the ghost of Christmas Present, yeah. is just a hoot. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a great modern kind of Reagan era, uh, Scrooge, and, um, Christmas story, and I just like it. Yeah. You know? yeah. All right, number four for me was just mentioned, but it, it is another classic, um, especially since we're allowing TV specials, which it was a little bit debated, um, which is Rudolph. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just, you know, that's a tradition. Um, I'll tell you a quick story. I was in college, and we were, it was towards the end of semester, we're putting the paper together, and the TVs are on, and um, somebody was like, oh, what about Rudolph? And, you know, um, one of my coworkers at the time, uh, I think he's a lawyer now, he just went on this whole spiel about Rudolph Giuliani, blah, 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 ah. Rudolph, Rudy, and there's like, no man, we're 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 talking about the like is the special on? That's all we were talking about. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I mean, you know, the island. I mean, just again, just in pop culture, just normal culture. You don't even have to see Rudolph to know. Like, if I say, oh, we're on the island of misfit toys, you understand that. Yeah. Um, uh, and um, you know what's his name? Uh, Burl Eyes, right? Burl Eyes. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. that's another strong soundtrack. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. Um, so. so mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, I just did watch that uh, this past Saturday, so and it was uh, still still holds true. Still a great, great yeah. movie. It just uh, just missed my top ten, so like I said yeah. earlier. So you know, <clears throat> hashtag no no bullying. Uh, yeah, Rudolph. No bullying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, so and the elf too. The elf movie, got the, oh yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. that movie makes me think of the Mad TV spoof they did, where it was all sort of like a mafia type oh, yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Where Bro Eyes' character is eating, sitting at a table eating spaghetti. 
<laughs> and uh, oh, I yeah, so many different things. Like, it was like I think he was like Yukon Don Corleone. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> oh God. And, oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, All right, Earl. What do you got for number three? Number three is screws. I I, I know that everybody else has talked about it. Where it's at. Um, it's a higher pick for me. Again, at an age I probably shouldn't have been watching that movie. Probably in the late '80s. Uh, that movie is very memorable. I think of Buster Poindexter driving the cab. Mm -hmm. I think of uh, was it Bobcat Goldblatt was the guy that uh, that uh, Bill Murray just kept. Uh, it was the bomb crashing of that movie. I think so, yeah. 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 Yeah, and, and just everything is slowly starting to come back to memory. And, man, it's been a while since I've seen that. Yeah, me too. The I really got to see it. Yeah, the last holiday-related Bill Murray movie I started watching was Barry Murray Christmas, and I could only get, like, 30 minutes through that before turning it off. But, um, yeah, I think, to me, it's one of the classics. And, I mean... It, it's good enough for anybody else to listen to be a number one, but I got two more that, in my opinion, are better than that. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, my number three is um, actually Home Alone, the first one. Um, and See, we're going to have a big overlap because that's in my, that's in yeah, my time. Cause, yeah, because um, Home Alone was good. Home Alone 2 was good as well, but I liked Home Alone 1 a little better because it's, it's a little more, I don't want to say realistic, but it's... Um, as but, realistic as you can be. Yeah, with a little kid staying at home by himself. Yeah, it's... Um, but it's um, <laughs> Macaulay Culkin does a real good job, and uh, Daniel Stern and uh, Danny DeVito again. No, where, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci, sorry. Yeah. Why did I get Danny DeVito? Hey, but um, yeah, but Joe Pesci. Shorter guys. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, Joe Pesci and um, um, uh, Stern did a real good job as the um, things. But um, it's it also um, it also goes the underlying message about family. And yeah. um, at first he was he was so happy that he missed his family, but. In the end, he, it was good to see his family come back. So. Yeah, and you know, there's a side story where he helps uh, inadvertently kind of reunite um, the guy that it, the, what's the guy that he's scared of that actually yeah. helps him at the end yeah. with his daughter. Yeah. And, uh, no, it's good. It's um, yeah. I don't know. What was it? Uh, <laughs> Earl, um, I like somebody on one of my baseball Facebook pages was saying like they pointed out they're like I never noticed this, but when. When Kevin goes through his brother's stuff, uh, like his secret stash, there's a there's a Fred McGriff rookie card in there. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah, awesome. So. Uh, but uh, no, it's <laughs> it's know. also pretty funny too. It I is. didn't mention that, but it's, it's but it's but it's real good. So it is. Um, that's another one too. Just like when you mention Home Alone, you haven't seen it, but you know, when you mention Home Alone. If I say, you know, there's a Home Alone sequence in Skyfall, you know exactly what I'm talking about, yeah. basically. So. Yeah. It's just another yeah. pop culture. Yeah. So, all right. Well, my number three, just like Die Hard, a Christmas movie. This is a Christmas movie. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang yeah. is a fantastic movie about redemption, and it takes place during Christmas time. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. plays a detective who, through a wacky, sorry, a thief, sorry, through a wacky uh, bunch of uh, combinations, ends up being cast in a movie, and he gets messed up with a private eye played by Val Kilmer, and reconnects with an old friend played by Michelle Monaghan. It's one of the early Shane Black movies, so it's very, very yeah. funny. And it's all, it's really was about the redemption of Robert Downey Jr. also. Yes, this was yeah. the first movie he made yeah. after Lesson Zero when he hit bottom. Yeah. And um, the whole the whole movie's about redemption, and it's very, very funny. So I, I claim yeah. it for Christmas. Yeah, I think so, like Robert Downey Jr. had come back, and he was on Alec McBeal for a little bit, and they're like, oh, he's back. And then he had a big relapse, and this movie was, were like, 
I can prove that mm -hmm. I, I can. I'm off it now, and I, you know, I can I can work and be reliable. So. And Shane Black, the nice guy, a couple years ago was funny, but this is probably yeah. his funniest movie. Yeah. You know. Oh, also author of another Christmas. Actually, a lot of Shane Black movies center around Christmas. Yes, uh, they do. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Lethal Weapon, yeah. Iron Man Three is him. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know what it is. So, so. yeah, he must like, like that Christmas. time. He does. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll make this quick. Number three for me is Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, for all the reasons that's always been said. Um, so, yeah, great. Watch it. Yep. All right, Earl, what do you got, number two? Uh, number two is It's a Wonderful Life. I know dark movie as well. It is a classic, probably one of the first black and white movies I can remember of my age actually sitting down and watching all the way through. And I don't think the, the next one was probably, what, uh, A Night at the Opera? So, to me, It's a Wonderful Life is a classic movie. And when you really look at it, it's been something that's been parried in every TV show there is next to, you know, A Christmas Carol. And those things tend to be, you know, a cultural touchstone. And, and, and Jimmy Stewart, uh, you know, and Donna Reed, which people tend to forget about Donna Reed, yeah. you know, being in the movie. I, to me, it's a classic. And, you know, I, I know people say America on 34th Street, which is not on my list at all. But that's, you know, everybody's preference. And to me, it's a wonderful life. It's number two. Jimmy Stewart, the Tom Hanks of his time. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes, he was. So. <laughs> and um, I'll, I'll keep mine brief because uh, my number two is exactly as Earl. Mine's a wonderful, it's a wonderful life. And um, this is a, this is the one where sticks and stones and bricks might be thrown at me because this is the first time I actually sat down and watched it. And um, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I knew the story, but I was like, you know, let me just sit down and watch this movie. And um, despite it being a tad bit slow, to get to the story to begin with it is a very good movie it's got so much heart in it and, Jim, and uh, like you said uh, Jimmy Stewart is great in this movie and also um, so yeah that's uh, that's my number two Wonderful Life so yeah well, we won't knock you I mean I didn't see it until about five years ago it's yeah. just not my thing but it is, yeah, it is so. a tremendous movie yeah it's yeah. like either <laughs> you watch it maybe in school as part of the before yeah. the Christmas break or yeah. you don't watch it you know yeah, yeah. 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 alright all right. My number two, I've always loved Arvin Animation and Arthur Christmas, which came out just, I don't know, about five years ago maybe, yeah. is just a total Christmas classic. Yeah. It stars Jim Broadbent as Santa, and the idea is that Santa retires. I didn't, you know, kids don't really think about that, but it's like there's a series of Santas. He's going to pass it on to one of his sons, and there's the type A elf, who's Hugh Laurie, and kind of the miscreant aunt is uh, pl played by, voiced by James McAvoy, and of course, it's a kid's movie. James McAvoy is going to come through and get and get the job. It's a very clever Christmas movie with a little bit of a lot of heart. And um, that's one I watch every year. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll make this quick again. Uh, my number two is, ha is Home Alone for the same reasons. Again, it's a, it's, it's a great movie. Um, what's good about it, too, um, is that it's not just kind of, you know, for as nice as um, It's a Wonderful Life, Miracle on 34th Street are. Uh, they're a little... Um, saccharine a little bit you know yeah. home alone has some humor to it um it's a it's a i, I think about like yeah uh, you know a good cross-section right it's like something that's something that you know my mom might watch like a hallmark movie but like home alone like my dad could have probably watched as well you know or, or me and just been like i don't i'm tired of like romantic comedy um christmas stuff so um that's my number two home alone so earl what do you got number one Number one is Christmas Vacation. Uh, just the, the lines that Brad said that were omitted out. When I think about Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye, those lines, the, uh, the septic tank, yeah. John Benetti, um, and I also 
like you never notice this running joke now in the first really all four of the, of the vacation movies the running joke about uh, the ages of uh, Audrey and Rusty you ever notice that sometimes Rusty's older then Audrey's older yeah. then they're twins one point they uh, make a vacation yeah. and, and I always thought about that this is probably the peak of Chevy Chase's career yes. Uh, yes. because <laughs> it's, it's a talk show and it's all downhill until community yeah so, but the um, the 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 whole uh, when the um, the older I think it's the older Anne I I, I kind of missed that but when she when when uh, well, after the septic tank explodes and the reindeer go flying and she starts singing the um, the national anthem and everybody, everybody starts singing afterwards I, I just I just busted out laughing it's like eleven o'clock at night and I'm laughing out loud I'm trying not to wake everybody up so it's 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 a like you said it's a great movie so. Um, there might have been a spot in the beginning when they were driving, but I don't think so, Earl. I mean, I'd have to rewatch it again, but, uh... I know the first two in Vegas Vacation, definitely I remember. Yeah. But just, I don't remember Christmas Vacation if they did it or not. Yeah. So, um... My number one, it's, it's been mentioned already, but it's a Christmas story. And it's, um, it's a classic for me. Um, I grew up watching it, and um, I know, even though I know it gets play, overplayed a lot, that also just means that I'm not going to miss it. So, I mean, and, and I love seeing it every year. It's a very quotable movie. It's a very funny movie. The, the Christmas message is a little bit um, skewed on it, but it's, it's still there. Um, but I, I just love it. It's just, um, it's got enough heart to make me, enough comedy just to make me laugh, so. I mean, every time I see someone with one of those, like, leg lamps, I'm like, yeah. okay. It's fragile. Yeah. So, yeah. it's a tie. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Uh, all right, well, you know, I love Christmas Carol, and it's been mentioned, but the best Christmas movie of all time is Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Easily, for me. It was the first Muppet movie, I think, after Jim Henson died, so it's all about comebacks, and the songs are great. Kermit Miss Piggy, of course, are the Cratchits, and I think Michael Caine, even though I like Bill Murray a lot, Michael Caine is the best Scrooge. Yeah. He's just, um, he just, he just has a sweetness to him, just makes a perfect Christmas Carol movie, and I watch it just about every year. Gotcha. All right, number one for me is Die Hard, um, and I'll tell you why this is a Christmas movie, I told Brad, is because Bruce Willis is in a giving mood, he gives terrorists many bullets. And he's and just trying to get home to He's just family. trying to get home and save, his, and save other people. Um, wow. it, has, it has my favorite, it features my favorite Christmas song of all time, Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. That is a great Christmas song, um, too. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know what else you want. Yeah, it's, uh, again, about families, both bloodlines, and, you know, him trying to get back to uh, his wife and his yeah. kids. Um, also, his new family that's created with Reginald Bell Johnson. Um, <laughs> it's about the Christmas spirit, man. It totally is. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's 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 great. It's great. I don't know what else to say. Um, it's great. But, Except yeah. that you're right. You said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I understand. Why is it not a Christmas movie? Well, it's it's it's. For me, and this is just me personally, so I mean, there's no true definition of what's a Christmas movie and what's not a Christmas movie. I guess basically, if it's featured in Christmas, everybody visited a Christmas movie. But for me, um, it's just a movie that's basically at Christmas time. There's really no focus about Christmas. It's they're focusing more on for Die Hard, like they're focusing on 
like um, him, whole, trying to, him trying to save his family from. But, but the he whole just wants reason, to get home for Christmas. For Christmas, that's the reason he's there. That's the whole reason he's there, man. Uh, no. There's the ho ho ho. I have now. I have a submachine gun. He's got like a little Santa hat on. Mm-hmm. Oh man. You know, I mean, Alan Rickman's character says it's a Christmas miracle. So, it's not so, so he's throwing lines out there. That's what you're saying. So no. He's saying it's a great Christmas movie. Yeah. Nope. yeah. All right. No. I don't so. think we're going to settle this one. No, you're not. No. So, but um, <laughs> you, you want to be myopic in your Christmas uh, <laughs> movies? Then that's that's, that's fine. That's perfectly fine with me. So I'll be myopic and I'll have my own <laughs> own list and I'll be just fine. So um, if you want me to, I, they did a latest survey of Americans about the. Uh, uh, they did fifty. We're gonna do ten Christmas movies. Okay, so uh, just run down real quick. Yeah, uh, ten Santa Claus is coming to town. Okay. Uh, nine is the shop around the corner. Okay. Um, eight is Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. Really? So, uh, seven is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, six is The Polar Express. Uh, five is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Five is Home Alone. Uh, four is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh yeah, that's so, a good, that's good one. one. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Three is It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, two is a, yeah. Two is a Charlie Brown Christmas, and number one is a Christmas Story. Yeah. So, um, so just like uh, all Americans and I agree that Christmas Story is uh, considered by many to be the greatest Christmas movie ever. So, so. all right. Anyway, on, on that note, yeah. <laughs> Earl, where can they find you? They can find me at the Sports Refuge. Oh, they can go to sportsrefuge.com on Twitter at the Sports Refuge or on my Twitter at the Earl Holland. And of course on Facebook, the Sports Refuge. Um, All right. You can find us at moviesandmealog at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter at moviesandameal. Uh, and then give us a rating on iTunes. But for this very special Christmas episode of Movies and a Meal, Earl, you're our guest. You want to lead off the sign offs? I hope you enjoyed this crossover episode with the Movies and a Meal crew. To hear more of their shows, you can find them wherever podcasts are heard. Next time, my guest will be Vinny Varadarajan, 15-time Sports Jeopardy champion. Vinny and I will discuss his remarkable run, including how he made it on the show, what it was like behind the scenes, and whether he'd try out for the regular version of Jeopardy. We'll also talk about what it's like being a New York sports fan and much more. You can listen to episodes of The Sports Refuge wherever podcasts are heard, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, CastBox, as well as the iHeartRadio app. Until next time, this is Earl Holland saying thanks for listening and have a good one. You've been listening to The Sports Refuge Podcast. For more information about our show and our guests, go to our website at thesportsrefuge.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Sports Refuge, on Instagram at Sports Refuge Sports Blog, and on Facebook at The Sports Refuge Sports Blog. Thank you for listening. Listening.